0: from kqed hey everybody it is devin katayama and the bay is back from our break before we get started i want to say thanks to everybody who recently left us a review on apple Podcasts. this really helps other people find the show so if you are a fan of the bay and you like what we do please let us know by leaving a rating on apple Podcasts. it takes just a second and we'll leave you a link in our show notes that'll bring you right there thanks Vallejo's got a big problem with police. But it's not just that. In Vallejo, basic transparency and accountability are so hard to come by, more so than really any other place I've reported on. And the information we do know, and the stuff that we're just starting to learn, is really disturbing.
1: A lot of people seem to be saying, we're not surprised. That's based on the number of killings, the number of shootings, which are,
0: Vallejo's an outlier. A new investigation by the nonprofit news group Open Vallejo shows that some officers are bending the tips of their star-shaped badges to mark fatal shootings. It's a story that's already led to an investigation within the department.
1: You bend one point for each person you kill.
0: More pressure is building in this Bay Area city to make big changes to its police department. And now there's a feeling that change in Vallejo won't really happen until there's pressure from state and federal authorities because the city hasn't done it. I'm Devin Katayama, welcome to the Bay.
1: I grew up here in Vallejo, and I feel that I owe many of the good things that have happened to me in life to this place, and I feel very fortunate to be from here, and I feel very fortunate for this community.
0: Jeff King is the founder and executive editor of Open Vallejo. He got interested in city politics first as a citizen. At the beginning of last year, Jeff was on Next Door talking with some of his neighbors about how much the city of Vallejo was paying out in civil rights settlements.
1: Someone asked a question about how much is this costing the city? And so I spent a few hours just looking at available public records disclosed by the city, disclosed by the city attorney's office, and gave it a best guess, back of the napkin. Of course, my back of the napkin is also footnoted, and I later put it on Facebook. I... Ended up receiving a a brief email from the city attorney asking me what my sources were, but they were footnoted. I didn't get a chance to write back uh, immediately. And by the time I was about to, I received a really incredibly aggressive, strange email from the city attorney, copying the police chief, all of the city leadership, city manager, city council.
0: And I remember thinking, you're arguing with a guy on the internet. This was just the first of several encounters Jeff would have with city officials who seemed unusually hostile about discussing anything related to police misconduct. It made Jeff even more curious about what was going on in Vallejo. For the next year or so, Jeff started asking questions and making a lot of public records requests.
1: Over the course of the next year, um, I I, I did learn more. I I heard more stories. I started to uh, learn a lot more about the department and was feeding information to other journalists and trying to get coverage, and, and then eventually just kind of decided to do it myself.
0: This concerning culture within the city that started to unravel for you becomes very apparent in the story that you wrote for Open Vallejo. How has this toxic culture around policing and silence showed up within the Vallejo Police Department?
1: A subset of Vallejo police officers after they kill a person in a shooting, bend the very tip of one point on their seven-point star-shaped badge to commemorate having killed someone. This is often followed by a barbecue or uh, other get-together Tri-tip was mentioned as one of the things that would get cooked. And the actual bending would happen either in roll call, which is an official briefing at the police station, or it would happen at one of these events. Hmm. This article started with a tip from a source, and that prompted a nine-month investigation. I began looking through open-source materials like the Vallejo Police Department Facebook page. I eventually made some photographs myself of these badges while I was in City Hall, for example, at at the swearing-in of the new police chief, Shawnee Williams, and started to gather more information about who had been involved in fatal shootings.
0: Well, I know you spoke to a number of of Officers and former officers with Vallejo Police. Most of them, if not all, I think didn't want to speak on record. Were you able to talk to anybody on record about this?
1: Yes. I spoke with Vallejo Mayor Bob Simpayan, who was a police sergeant. He had a uh, nearly three decade career with VPD and retired and then eventually ran for mayor. And I spoke on the record with Captain John Whitney who blew the whistle on this practice following the Willie McCoy shooting. John Whitney filed a claim with the city in March alleging retaliation for speaking up about this practice and trying to do something about it, as well as other things. After Willie McCoy was killed, there was a meeting of command staff that, according to Whitney, Former Chief Andrew Badu left him in charge of without really warning him, according to multiple sources. Whitney was left in charge of this command staff meeting and told to, he'd been told to address the badges kind of at the last minute and said that the chief walked out of the room and took all the civilian staff with him. So it was just Whitney and then members of the command staff, other members from sergeants mm. on up. And that Whitney gave about a 10-minute speech saying this is wrong, we we have to stop this practice, Uh, and then ordered everybody to, with the authority of the chief through him, to inspect and gather any badges that were bent. And he said that within the first hour, 10 came back. And he said that he then spoke to Badu about it. But Badu, as Open Vallejo first uncovered, was about to retire and then start as interim chief. And so he would have been effectively doubling his income from $20,000 a month to $40,000 a month. And so Whitney said that Badu expressed concern about losing that if this practice came to light.
0: So far, the only person who's faced any kind of consequences has been John Whitney, the captain who tried to do something about this practice of badge-bending. In August of last year, he was fired after he removed personal data from his work phone during an internal affairs investigation. Whitney believes he was retaliated against for speaking out. But Whitney wasn't the only one in the city who knew about this ritual.
1: So Whitney, after speaking with Badu, then elevated his concerns. In 2019, the city attorney, Claudia Quintana, knew about this. The mayor knew about this. The city manager knew about this. The police chief knew about this. The interim police chief, because it turned out that Chief Badu's plans kind of fell apart, uh, so there's different ch- interim chief. All knew, and the high-level sources told us that the district attorney, Krishna Abrams, also knew about it. He denies that. So does Quintana. Um, the mayor does not deny it.
0: What do you think the story says about? the culture of Vallejo police that wasn't already publicly known?
1: What I found really tragic the day and in the days after that this was published was that a lot of people seemed to be saying, we're not surprised. We knew it was something like this. And that's based on the number of killings, the number of shootings, which are, it, Vallejo's an outlier.
0: A group of independent experts wrote this 70-page report after spending almost a year analyzing the Vallejo Police Department. They found many problems and validated some of the concerns from the community. They offered 45... In 2012,
1: one officer killed three people in five months. And that officer, Sean Kenny, now trains other officers and, and does corporate security work. He has a, a training consultancy. What it said about the culture of VPD is one thing. But what it said about the culture of the city leadership is another. Where do you go for help if, as our sources allege, the city attorney knew and still denies it, the city manager knew and initially denied it and then didn't, if the district attorney knew and then chose not to charge a guy who killed two people in less than
0: Right, And I think for for a lot of people, especially reporters who have tried to get information from the city and have more or less been shut out, I I wonder if what you hope from this story is eventually some kind of reckoning, some kind of of acknowledgement from the city that this is happening, this is a problem. Because I feel like we haven't heard that from the city yet.
1: I am actually not very interested in that, to be perfectly candid. Tell me why. I believe that there needs to be accountability, but I don't have a great deal of hope for it coming from within the city. There are sort of two major avenues of impact, um, one of which I, I think we're already seeing, and if that's all it is, at least we've been able to give people that, which is, People who have experienced this kind of tremendous, profound loss at least know that they weren't making it all up. That all, all of the, the fears and the concerns that there was something larger going on, that they're validated in that. It's true. That there was something incredibly insidious going on. That the level of impunity has been so great that once you just start digging a little bit, it's all there. So that's one thing. But the other thing is, if anybody is going to deal with this situation, it's going to have to be the California Department of Justice and or the FBI.
0: How have city officials responded to the story? They seem to have studiously ignored it.
1: Adopting the fiscal year 2020-2021 budget for the city of Vallejo, as set forth in assessment A, adding... Uh, the city council meeting of that occurred immediately after this story broke was a vote on the VPD budget. And there had been, for weeks, activists had been expressing that they wanted to see a defunding and reallocation reimagining of Vallejo police. Hundreds upon hundreds of comments.
0: Meester. Yes. Mayor Sampayan. Yes. Vice Mayor Sunga. Yes. Councilmember
1: the Brown. City Council yes. voted to again this year uh, allocate forty six percent of the general fund to the vallejo Police Department. They recently purchased a three-quarter of a million dollar cell site simulator surveillance device in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, in addition, the city is giving the police department a brand new building on the waterfront for uh it's a 13 million dollar purchase but the security and other retrofits could be many 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 times mm. that
0: vallejo has obviously suffered f- for years from a lack of news media coverage um we've seen either, even reporters get cut uh, from local papers here who were doing some really important work. Can you talk a little bit about how that lack of accountability has looked in Vallejo over the years and leading up to the article that you published last week? Because this police
1: department has acted with such impunity for so long and because the city is so unresponsive and there, there seems to be so much to dig up, that I really believe that a little sunshine will go a long way, that people will reach out. And I want to be very, very clear. There are really good people in the city, government, in the police department, people who care, people who want to be part of the community, people who want the best for the community. And my hope is that by exposing some of these issues that are, I think, universally troubling, that we can all begin to build a bit of consensus around what does matter and what is right and what is best for the community. And this is obviously, we're playing a very small part in that. But I do think that providing accurate, truthful information to the um, community is going to be really important.
0: Shortly after Jeff's article was published, the Vallejo Police Department announced that two sources within the department confirmed the badge-bending story. Chief Shawnee Williams says there will be an internal investigation. Meanwhile the California Attorney General's office is working with the city to make changes to the police department's policies and procedures. That was announced after the police killing of Sean Monterosa in June. There have also been other calls for federal intervention, one by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, and another by civil rights attorney John Burris, who represents several families who've lost loved ones to Vallejo Police. So far, neither of these calls have been answered. Jeff King is a civil liberties lawyer and founder of Open Vallejo, which also has a podcast that we'll leave you a link to in our show notes. The Bay is produced by Erica Cruz Guevara and our editor Alan Montecilio. Our show is a production of KQED Public Media. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for us. Talk to you next time.
1: Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus... You'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.